Welcome, welcome to the business of personal brand photography. I'm your host, Paula Brennan, and today I wanted to bring to you something of a somewhat personal nature. And so you'll have to excuse me if I be a little bit vulnerable here, but I think that this might resonate with you. So hang on, I am going to be sharing with you something recent that's happened for me very recently in my life. And it's my hope in sharing this and being vulnerable to you that it will help you if you're sort of maybe feeling a little bit the same. So my daughter recently went away on a 30 day camp and this camp was, she's 15. So the camp was designed to help the kids to disconnect so that they can kind of reconnect with themselves. So this meant that they went away like out in the bush, like three hours away from where we live. And there was no phones, they had barely any electricity, so there was no like devices allowed, no hairdryers or anything like that. There was no um, contact, so we were not allowed to phone them and they couldn't phone us, apart from letters. Okay, so we could write them letters and they could write us letters. But it was a really um, discombobulating time for me, I have to be really honest with you. I've had so much busyness in my life since my daughter was born. I'm a single parent. So we've been just the two of us for the last sort of 10 or so years. And every single waking moment of my life is either sort of spent trying to give myself some time, either give her time or give the business time. And there's not a lot of white noise in my calendar, in my head space in between all of that. As you can imagine, there's a lot of running around for a teenager. Um, my business is quite successful. So I'm kind of, you know, whether I'm teaching or whether I'm shooting, I'm sort of always on the go. And all of a sudden there was this big empty noise, an empty space in my house with, you know, no laughter, no nothing. It was just me and the dog. And it was really strange. It brought me right back to times in the early parts of my career where I was working from home doing weddings and with weddings, you know, before the AI kind of technology that came in, there was a lot of post-production work to be done, particularly if you were shooting sort of like longer days, like I was around that 12 hours to 14 hour days. I could spend two, three, four days on one wedding, doing the culling, doing the processing, um, doing some Photoshopping, designing albums, all of that kind of thing. So there was a lot, a lot of solo time that I spent in the early parts of my career. And unfortunately, back then, we did not have things like podcasts or online communities or anything like that. And so I was found myself a lot of the time just feeling desperately lonely, but not actually knowing that, if that makes sense. So I, I would be working all day during the day. Sometimes I'd end up editing into the nights. Um, sometimes I wouldn't leave the home wouldn't get into out of my PJs or out of my gym clothes. There was a lot of disconnection that I felt. And it was weird because I was very busy shooting out on the weekends. But you know, when you're connecting with people for work, it's not always the same. There's not, it's not the same sort of connection that you get from connecting with peers or with family or friends because you're still there to work. So even though it's weddings are very social and kind of talking to lots of people and you're doing lots of things, there was still sort of a social disconnection that I felt. And it was weird. When my daughter was away, I felt kind of the same sort of thing bubbling up. I'd purposely not um, booked in a lot of photo shoots while she was away so that I could create lots of content and get some new courses up and running and all of that kind of thing. But that sort of hint of that sort of loneliness really crept in and it actually swallowed me whole, if I'm going to be really honest. Um, it's something that I've 
dealt with now and I'm over it so I can talk about it with hindsight but it was definitely very real for me in the moment and I'm going to say that it was very disabling not enabling and so this is sort of what I wanted to get to today when I'm talking to you is that I think a lot of the time when you think that you're doing busy work or when you think that you're in high function mode a lot of the time you're probably not if you're not getting that connection and encouragement and support and you know, and all of that sort of thing that you get from social interactions or you get from kind of connecting with other peers that are in the industry or, or whatever, however you need to get back. Now, I know that if you're an introvert, it might sort of be a little bit different for you, but there was definitely days where I know I sat in front of my computer for six, seven hours and probably only got about two to three hours of real work done. And I'm going to tell you why. I don't like social media. You guys all know that. I talk about it a lot on this podcast. If you're a regular listener, you know I don't have a great relationship with social media. I love it to go in and check DMs and have a chat with people, but I don't love it for what everyone else uses it for, for the flicking stuff. However, for some reason when my daughter was away, I found myself attracted to, maybe it was for condoling me myself and my loneliness or something like that, but I found myself flicking the feed and it was such a negative thing for me to do and I didn't even realize that I was doing it. But I can only say that there was, and I don't know if it's an algorithmic thing, but it didn't do anything for, for me as a creative, as a, as a human, as a, as, as a person who felt lonely. It really didn't do much for me in that flicking mode. Now, the great thing about me being on the platform was that I was much more responsive to the DMs than I normally am. You know, if you've DM'd me, it can take me up to three or four days to get back to you. doesn't mean I don't love you and I don't want to hear from you. It just means that it's not necessarily the space that I live in. Um, I tend to be more in the present with people that I'm in the room with. But for some reason, I defaulted to going onto the social media platforms and having a flick around and seeing what everybody else was doing. And it made my mind get distracted and run off course. Now, I'm very good at sitting down at my computer and, you know, dedicating myself the two hours to get something done and be task specific and and get something done. But I'm also equally as good at getting, you know, distracted by shiny objects, which is why I have made it a personal practice not to go streaming through social media on a regular basis because I feel like it just distracts me from my goal. It takes me off course. It can, you know, make me feel inadequate sometimes if I'm really, really honest. And that's me who's been a professional for 23 years. Yes, I still suffer from comparatonitis and and, and I can really honestly say that I suffered a lot from procrastination during this 30-day period that my daughter was away because I allowed myself to succumb to the the flicking or whatever you want to call it, the scrolling blindness nature and the sort of soul-sucking nature that that social media feed had for me. Now, I'm not going to say that it was all negative because there was definitely things that I learned about myself and it definitely has strengthened my resolve to not allow myself to kind of like go down that process again. But it definitely also cemented for me why social media is not really healthy for me as a creative. I saw lots of things that inspired me. And yes, it was wonderful to connect with new artists and find new people. But there was probably more negative messaging than positive messaging, if I'm really honest. Now, I don't know how to fix this in my my algorithmic feed. I'm going to try my hardest to battle it. 
but there was a lot of things that were coming up that were sort of giving me the impression that I'm not enough and that I might need to do things. You know what it's like, guys. You're getting pitched new courses, you're downloading new lead magnets, you're finding new people's stuff to to follow and to to emulate or to whatever it is. And, and all of a sudden you've lost a couple of hours of your life and you haven't created anything for yourself and you haven't given yourself the free space in your brain. And I think if I can say anything towards the end of the 30 days, I became a lot better at having silence and not as much noise and, you know, not needing to fill the space with the noise. But I also became a lot better at getting out of my house and catching up with people in real time. And it was so amazing, I have to say, to connect with some people that I haven't seen and do a lot of activities that I hadn't done for for ages, for years, because I'm so distracted with my daughter and my business that I hadn't allowed to create the space to necessarily do some of those old school social things that I just love to do, like long walks on the beach. Normally I'm out there doing it exercising, but I just did this with friends and just went and, you know, took a little stroll along the beach on a Sunday afternoon instead of, you know, hanging out with the teenager and stuff. But what that also allowed me to do is towards the end of the 30 days, my creativity was just like peaking. And so when, as that, it was an interesting cycle for me to go through because the first couple of weeks were torture and going down the, the, that whole sort of negative thread and then coming out the other end of it, I came out like buzzing with different ideas and, you know, new ways to be able to kind of help you guys as well. So it was definitely time well spent. And can I tell you the really interesting thing was when I picked up my daughter and I asked her, we had a, the three hour drive home from this camp and I was like, oh, tell me all the gossip and tell me all the things and, you know, trying to catch up. And I said to her, what was the highlight? What was the best thing that came out of it for you? And she said, mom, it was connecting to new people on different wavelengths and different ways and not you know, obviously not having, she didn't say anything about not having devices and stuff. She just said it was all about making new friendships and new connections. And it was so funny that for me, it was the same thing, just on a different level. Mine was about connecting with other people and in other ways that I hadn't done for years. But for both of us, that we both came out of the experience feeling entirely inspired. Now, mine came from going through the, the 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 technical stuff that I was, she was going on camp to leave that behind and it felt like I went deep down and went knee deep into it. But it was great because it was a good lesson for me to learn to come out the other side and to really understand and, you know, to just sort of, I guess, maybe solidify the reason why I st- stopped going onto social media, what was it, like seven or eight years ago. And it also helped me to not only connect with other people, but to connect with my own sense of creativity as well, just by having that space and that white noise and not having as much busyness. Now, I know that for some of you, this may not connect, it may not make sense, but I think when you're working on your own in an office at home, a lot of the time, I think that it can be really easy to get that sort of like the social interactions from an online space, but that comes at a price because it comes with a lot of noise as well. So every time you go into Facebook, there's lots of notifications coming in at you, right? Any of the platforms, you're getting hit with ads, which are telling you that you're not enough and you need to buy the latest thing in order to make you better or make things better in your life. That's always going to be coming at you when you are solely focusing on getting over that loneliness through those those platforms. Now, I'm not suggesting that they're not great and I've had so many great experiences with connecting with people online 
But I want to also say to you that it's really important to get out and actually meet people and hug people in real life as well. And I think that's really that hum- inter- interhuman kind of like proper old school, you know, dialogue across a table or walking out in a park or something like that. That's really important as creatives as well, because I think that that's where your best aha moments and inspiration can come. I know definitely I was out floating with a mate of mine. The two of us were floating in the ocean for about three hours one day. And I literally downloaded and came up with so many different ideas just floating under the sun with him and it was amazing. So hopefully this might encourage you to get out of the office a little bit more if you need to, to connect with some people, find some groups that you can go to, whether it be networking groups or even online communities, but perhaps online communities that are off those noisier platforms where you can go in and have sort of like safe connections free from all the ads and all of the noise that are on the plat- on the social media platforms. Now, I hope this has been helpful to you. I hope that maybe it's inspired you in some sort of way. And yeah, I hope that you can find your people and find your community if you're feeling like I used to and feeling like I did a couple of weeks ago, feeling that little lull and pang of loneliness. And yeah, reach out to me if this has touched you, this episode at all, if it's sort of resonated with you. I'd love to hear from you in the DMs. As I said, don't expect a reply straight away, but I will definitely get back to you because I do love to have those conversations and hear back from you. All right, my friend, I hope that you have enjoyed this episode. And if you have, you might consider as well writing me a review, maybe sharing it somewhere so that somebody else can find it. And I hope to catch up with you again next week. See you.